You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Brothers Turbo. to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White, and with me, as, as always, is Todd Stark. I made a return this week. You I'm a returning be. guest. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Good, good. Got the day off today. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Got to relax. I didn't relax. Not one bit. I lied. Uh, but I think for some reason, when you're not at work, you're just relaxing. Yeah, For much. some reason, you know? You just feel relaxed. Yeah, you feel you way feel... more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Just as long as you're not at work. Like... I could have done landscaping today and been just fine. That's right. Been better than being at work, you know. How about you? How are you? I'm all right. Because you had to work today. I did. And I just, I don't know, I feel a little drained. Not just really work, just other stuff in general, which I won't get into. Are you sure? Yeah. It's not that kind of podcast? No. (laughs) Okay, I understand. But uh, otherwise, fine. That's the longest I've seen your hair in about two weeks. Yeah, I've just I've given up on it. I've decided no, nah, I don't want to do it anymore. Now it's like, uh, well, no, I mean it, it's easy upkeep really, but it's I just don't like the look. It's just not growing on me. Yeah, I understand that. Like right now, I was I was looking at myself in the mirror and I was like, holy crap, I'm I'm like two big earlobes away from looking like Shane from The Walking Dead. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> but every all the women like Shane. I know, but I don't have I don't have. What he has. How do you know? I just Have you I seen know. his thing? No, I haven't. Have you seen the thing that he has? I have not. So you I've, don't know. No, I don't. But you don't know. I just I feel like I don't. So uh, that's that's me kinda of putting my own self down. Don't don't sell yourself short, sure, babe. Don't okay. do that. What do you mean? My girl does that. All right. <laughs> what have you been playing? <laughs> I've been playing, still trying to chase the platinum for God of War. I think I like like six things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nephilim has got me hung up because you just got to keep collecting. It's kind of like the one farming area of the game. You got to collect these, uh, what, Echo Mist or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you got to you can have like fifty thousand of them. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So, I've been doing that. Intense. Uh, played Minute, which we're going to talk about later. Okay. So awesome. I actually just took two days of this week and played that game. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't take long, but I did 110% it with the help of a, a walkthrough. Okay. But I went through and did what I could by myself. I beat the game by myself, but yeah. then I went through and did like a 25-run kind of thing. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. All right. What about you? What you been playing? I uh, finished up Lego Marvel Superheroes 2. Finally. Did. Uh, it took a long enough. And then I uh, started uh, trying, which is an indie game I might actually talk about next Trying? Week. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that the old version? Yes, the original, from- the original Trine. I actually bought the uh, the entire trilogy. Right. I think it was a couple of months back when it was right. on sale, and I thought, well, let's, let's start something that I know I could get through pretty quick because I don't think they're very long that I can remember. Hmm. And uh, I think I'm probably 80 percent through the, just the game in general. I haven't really tried for right. any kind of trophies right. outside of you know what you can normally find mm-hmm. i think i've popped a few that just out of sheer coincidence whatever i did popped one popped so it I, yeah i just i haven't really been working for them i just wanted to play the game so yeah so yeah that's what i've been doing there 
Uh, you ready for some news? Oh, what? Yeah. Really? I woke up this morning and wish I had the news. So, but, well, I'm now ready. You, now you got it. Let's get it. All right. Well, before we get into our usual news of the week, I did want to start by mentioning the passing of John Bain, uh, who goes as, or is also known as a Total Biscuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a massive YouTuber, Twitch personality. Uh, he was a game critic, consumer advocate. It actually garnered him a huge following where he spent years fighting against unethical behavior within the gaming industry. On if, if you're unaware, on May 24th, uh, he lost his four-year battle with cancer at the age of 33. Uh, he'd actually retired from his channels last month as, a condition, or as his condition was getting worse. Uh, his wife, Gina Bain, informed the public via Twitter, and the following was an outpouring of condolences from friends and fans alike. And one thing that John had said early on after learning of his condition is that he took too long to get checked. Right. And urged everyone to get checked because you never know. Oh, you don't. And uh, one day it could be too late, and that's it's one of his regrets. You know, yep. he could have done it sooner and possibly still be alive today. What but kind of just, cancer was it? Uh, I don't want to say because I can't right. remember. I know I've heard, but right now it eludes me as right. to what kind it was. Uh, but he, you know, I would, I'm going to have to agree with that. You know, I'm probably in that same camp of maybe I should get checked. I don't really feel like it's a running problem in my family, but I don't know. I mean, my body could have it and I just don't know. Right. You you don't know. Um, so with that said, I kind of reiterate his sage advice to everyone listening. Uh, go get a checkup just in case. Just it's, it's okay. Get yeah, your, get your butt checked. Just whatever, whatever it is that Everything. you could possibly be yeah. in the running for. Just, just go, go get yourself checked. Yeah. Make sure that you're okay and you're healthy, and that you don't have to worry about it right now. I mean, you can go to sleep on those all. things now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm knock me out because mm-hmm. no. Yeah, no. <laughs> if I got to do that awake, I ain't doing it. No. Uh, and I'll also say, considering his age, it actually makes me question my own mortality when I hear of someone younger than me mm-hmm. passing away, because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Right. So uh, it's uh, it's a little humbling and, and definitely a wake-up call sometimes. So uh, all of you who are out there listening, if you've got someone important in your life, you haven't told them that you love them today, why, why don't you take a moment and do that? Just to let them know that they mean something to you. I love you. I love you too, man. And uh, that way you don't have regrets tomorrow. Yeah. So, and I, I we definitely want to wish his family well and our condolences and uh, hope everybody who's who's struggling with this right now uh, gets through it. it. You know, it'll take time, but yeah. hopefully it'll get easier. All right. Um, some the news. Regular news. Regular news. Let's... let's Let's pick it up. Try to try to liven it up a little bit. Uh, after a comment from Sony Interactive Entertainment president John Cadera popped up on Twitter, PlayStation fans are left wondering how long until we see a PS5. The comment read: "PS4 is entering its final stage of its life cycle," which is a fair assessment yeah. considering the console has been on the market for about five years. Uh, There are reports that Sony has actually been working on or working with AMD uh, with a new Ryzen technology chip, but nothing is concrete to suggest it's for a new console. Even if all this is pointing to a new console, it would no doubt be late 2019, early 2020 before we actually saw a full release of a console. So despite any release or 
Also, despite the recent announcements of uh, that the Vita is being put to bed, Sony mentioned that they are not done with portable gaming, leading some to believe that they are possibly looking at a uh, Nintendo Switch model. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they would go... Maybe not mimicking that specifically, but do you think that they're possibly eyeballing the idea of something like that? Yeah, I think they could do it, and they're going to do it right. Like, mm-hmm. I think they're going to quit the, you got to buy this game to work on this one, then pay again and, and do this. You know, I think they're going to have it where it just kind of goes across everything, mm-hmm. which I think they can do it. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm interested to see. I don't want them to, if they're going to mimic nintendo's model right now they need to find a way to take what they're doing right now and do it better right or different in in some way that it's not identical granted they're going to have the graphical capacity to step it up a notch but what else could they do to really make it stand apart yeah so i'm i'm interested to see what they do but i don't expect anything anytime soon i mean you think about it, it a, cool. a new like a new psp or I mean a ps vita whatever mm-hmm. some kind of playstation portable just like an update for that would be fine mm-hmm. you know i mean you could all just make it do that yeah make it where hey if you buy it on this you know here's a digital download for this mm-hmm. so just make it run exactly the same i think yeah. we'll see how that goes um, Valve had apparently issued a statement to a game developer, Loopysoft, last week, warning them that their visual novels, Hoonipop and Mutiny, violated Steam's rules and guidelines re- regarding pornography. Well, yeah, Loopysoft it was actually taken aback by these claims as they recognized that their games are indeed not safe for work due to nudity. However, nothing presented within the game itself could be considered pornographic. The developer, along with many of their fans, took to Twitter and comment boards pointing out Valve's error, along with the inconsistent rule enforcement that they have on this issue, pointing out games like The Witcher 3 and even other visual novel called Lady Killer in a Bind that actually features BSDM. And eventually, Valve sent a response to Loopysoft telling them to disregard the notice and that their content will be re-reviewed with specific feedback relayed back to them if the concern arises. Again, I kind of feel like someone dropped the ball. I don't really feel like it was, well, obviously Valve kind of did in a way, but that almost seems like someone reported them because they're, you know, uppity. One of those situations where it's like, oh my gosh. I'm pretty sure it probably says mature content. Probably. That's what the ratings are there for. That's what pisses me off so bad if somebody has a problem with it. There's a rating. It tells you everything. No one looks at ratings. It. it doesn't seem like anyone pays attention it's to them. It's on the front and the back. You've still got them in movies. Movie yeah. ratings have been around for years, decades. Right. And no one's... You still have those people like, I bet you that I could take my kid to see that. No. Do you not see the R mm-hmm. right there? No. It's not meant for your kid. And then they get all up in arms. I can't believe it. It said R. Right. That's what it's there for. It says for. 17 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention to your ratings. But again, I could be wrong. I just I feel You're like right. someone reported it yeah. because they just had their Somebody's mama reported it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't believe this. <gasps> Is that titties? Yeah. Can you say titties? Yeah, we can say titties. Titties, yeah. Why not? Uh I don't want Steam to shut us down. <laughs> <laughs> Capcom announced that the Nintendo Switch will be getting a port of Resident Evil Seven. However, not in the way you would normally expect. And what is being dubbed the cloud edition 
Switch owners will be able to play Resident Evil 7 and all subsequent DLC via the cloud. Now, this allows Switch owners to not only have to worry about the lack of hard drive space for such a massive game, but it also means that you must have internet access to play it. Yeah. Also, another pro-con scenario is that because the game is going to be uh, a cloud-based game, you're only going to be paying $20. However, they only grant you a license for the game that's only good for 180 days. So if you don't beat it within that time frame, you got to pay it again. Yeah. So uh, currently right now, it's actually in Japan. They're, they're trying it out, but uh, there is no word on a U.S. port. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, it better be $10. That... I don't see that being a good business model. No. No. And whose cloud is it? Is it Nintendo's cloud? Is it Capcom's cloud? I would assume Capcom's. I I just really don't see Nintendo footing the bill on that. Saying, no, you you can do it. I just... Dude, I'm sorry. Look, I love the idea of all this, like PlayStation Now and everything like that, but have you played PlayStation Now? I have not. It can have troubles. You know what I mean? Like... Mm -hmm. If your internet is just on the line, like, I don't know, I guess, like, multiplayer works great. For, to me, like, streaming, like, Dead uh, Dead Island, yeah, that's the one I played. It's just different. It's totally mm-hmm. different. I've heard that it's, you know, it can work, but it yeah. can be choppy at times. Yeah. And that's that's not you, just, you know, PlayStation now. That's Xbox. Yeah. You know, Steam. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever you're playing on, it's just not... It's a great idea in yeah. theory, but we've just not reached the capabilities for it to work properly. Right. And a game like that, I just don't see it working. No, I don't either. Especially so. like, I mean, it's going to, first off, it's going to tie you to your dock pretty mm-hmm. much. So it's going to be like for your TV. Mm-hmm. And then if you go out, I mean, like, where are you going to go that's got Wi-Fi good enough to really exactly. do that? You know what yeah, I mean? It's, You're not. So you can't take it with you. Mm-hmm. Or at least... Not guaranteed to take. Yeah, you can probably walk around your house with it if your if your Wi-Fi is that good. Mm -hmm. Bad idea. Yeah, I just. I mean, I'd love to hear somebody say, "Oh, it's fantastic," but I just don't see that happening. So, we'll see. I'd say if it's not a success over there, we'll never see it over here. Right. Yeah. Which I hope it just bombs. It bombs. I don't want it. No, it's not Resident Evil Seven's fault. It's the Switch for being what it is. Mm -hmm. No offense to Switch owners. Just saying. Yeah. Don't have the memory space. No. All right, it's time for some quickets. Quickets. Uh, there was a teaser for Battlefield Five. Oh, they dropped the ball mm. on that whole week. I think so. Or that whole day, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the game drops on uh, October nineteenth, and they actually said no loot boxes. Yeah. So firm stance on that. Interesting. I, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. EA, I guess EA is not gonna let them screw it up, or Dice is not gonna let them screw it up. They're like, mm. we're just not gonna do it. Yeah, just say it. Forego it all all together. And Either that or we'll see. These could still have microtransactions, just mm-hmm. not loot boxes. Yeah, they didn't They didn't say they wouldn't right. have that, so yeah. that's a good I'm point. I'm pretty sure they'll have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fortnite's getting jetpacks. I don't care. I don't either, but I just thought I'd throw that out there for anybody you know, that didn't like, know. We, we kind of down that game a lot, but like so many people love that game. I've not, well, it's, I've not played it, so I can't speak to the yay or nay of it, but it's, it's, the you market is so it. oversaturated with it. That's it's, all I hear yeah, about. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But when it's done right, it's fun. I pre-ordered uh, Call of Duty Black Ops today. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have the single player. It does have the Battle Royale mode. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things they do the best is online for that game. 
Now, do I love it like a lot of people do? No. I'm going to play it for a little while. I'll put my time in, and I'm going to be done with it. It's not what I play all the time. I want to see their take on this Battle Royale. Yeah. Do Because it's got vehicles, land, air, and, and water vehicles in it, mm-hmm. which is something different than other ones. It's more along the lines of PUBG. I cannot wait to see how this works. It would be interesting. If it's done right, it's fun. Like, mm-hmm. you know, H1Z1 dropped this week. Yeah, that's right. I heard there's not even a zombie in the game. Wow. That's, it's just what? Battle Royale mode. That I seems kind of the... No, I know. I want to see Battle Royale with zombies. That would be cool. Why? I mean, that was our idea for our game. Mm-hmm. Like, when you finished everything, you have run to the map, and it's spin for yourself. Mm-hmm. With zombies. Where the hell are the zombies? Somebody dropped the ball there. I was like, we put a fence around this area, <laughs> and we're just going to fight to the death. I mean, I'll say at least this. At some point, I do have... Fortnite on my PlayStation. Yeah. At some point, I might get around to playing it, but I guess until I feel like I'm just tired of seeing it all the time, right. I just I have no. I'm I'm just so tired of hearing about it. It's got Thanos in it, man. I don't I don't care. You I get don't to beat care. Thanos. I just don't care. You should just you should give it a shot. I just feel like if I go in there, I'm gonna get killed immediately, and then it's just gonna I'm just yeah. gonna be like, you know what? The hell with it. And you know what play. happens? You die. You hit the circle, and you go right into another game. No, Try it again. Eh, we'll see. Because sometimes you can do good. Like you can get in there and just okay, I'm gonna land here. Well, when you landed there. You got lucky. Nobody landed there with you, and you found your guns. Mm-hmm. Now you just you can set up your defense. You can build stuff right there. Yeah. And you get lucky and you got the middle of the uh, storm. Oh, you're set, man. Well, we'll see. I don't you know. Get your, well, you don't get a chicken dinner. You just win. Right? Yeah, you just win. You get a chicken dinner. And you get a turkey dinner. <laughs> yeah. Ham sandwich. Uh, Dead by Daylight is getting a new map, Survivor and Killer. There were no details about uh, what they will be or when it will be released, but there were actually no signs of a licensed character present. Yeah, so. they're going to have all new killers. Which is fine. It, did we talk about this? They're going to have like eight new killers. Was it eight? I yeah, th- I, think, I think it yeah. was eight. Uh, I think it was, f- well, four. Okay. Four killers, four survivors. So eight. Okay, all right. So eight, like that. Okay. Yeah, so I'm okay with that. I mean, if, yeah. if they want to put some killers in there. I've actually wanted to play it with some of the other killers. I think I have once or twice, but, you know, the, the ones you know are always more inviting. Right. But some of the other ones are kind of creepy. And, oh, I know. There's you know, some, like I, that I redneck. Like what was it? What's it? Uh, inbred the, redneck thing or whatever it is. Yeah, I know. I can't remember what his name hillbilly, is. Yeah. The hillbilly. The hillbilly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That thing is just creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madden 2019 drops on August 10th. <gasps> Woohoo! Woo-hoo! I wonder and if the uh, Titans will have their new uniforms. Do they have new uniforms? They got brand new uniforms. Wow. Are they hoping it'll help them win more? Hey, they was one game away from the Super Bowl last year. Well, how about that? Yeah. Just like the 2019 time. draft is coming to Nashville. Mm-hmm. We should go. Uh, no. I'm going to go. Okay, you go. Uh, the Wolf <laughs> Among Us 2 was officially announced for 2019. Good. It's about time. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. Devolver Digital apologized in advance for their E3 conference coming up. I don't know what that means, but uh, doesn't sound. But good. I, I remember the last time they did an E three con. Well, every time they've done one, it's never been a serious event. It's always been it's, some show. You know, I was thinking about Devolver Digital today because you know they published uh, Minute. Mm-hmm. They are like the EA. Not that they're shitty like EA, 
But like they get all these nice indie games mm-hmm. and they publish them, and it's just like they always like I hear when I see Devolver Digital, I'm gonna play that game. Yeah, kind of deal, you know. So because they always find those oddball yeah. indie games that you know you might not really pay attention to, but it's almost like their name right now is becoming synonymous with some very interesting indie right. titles. So when you see it, it's like, okay, you've got me hooked already. Right. What are you? What are you presenting here? So that's it's good that it, there's a publisher out there that has such clout for right. indie games. Yeah. Um, is I mean their their booth at PAX was really cool. Yeah. I mean it oh, had. Yeah. I bet there was six games in there. Mm-hmm. I mean they're doing. Am I wrong? No. Who do, who's doing the uh, Donut County? Uh, that was Annapurna. Right, Annapurna. Yeah. But um, Devolver was over there by them. Yeah. They got a ton of games in that mm-hmm. just one little. I wanted area. to to really dig into Devolver, but it was always so crowded. Oh yeah, it was crowded. Everybody wanted it, so I was like, well, I'll get to see him eventually. Uh, a new game plus mode is being considered for God of War. What What do you think that'll entail? Just harder difficulty? Or? Yeah, harder difficulty, and you get to keep everything that you started with, hmm? or that you finished with, and you start with it. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft created a virtual gaming assistant, assistant named Sam, That's much Sam. like Siri, to help you with your Ubisoft Club mobile app. Don't, don't know why they did that. I don't know either. But it's there. Hey, Sam. Yes, Todd. Help me find rewards for Far Cry 5. You don't have any points for Far Cry 5. (laughs) That's sad. I actually have points built up, so every time that I play a new Ubisoft game, I can just go in there and get the rewards without having to play the game. I I play all their games, but like for some reason, it's like, we, we know you have an account, but like... Your points don't—they don't matter. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Maybe you've—you've yeah. you've screwed something up somewhere. No, I think they did. Maybe I would never screw up like that. Sure. <laughs> uh, Apple officially rejected the Steam Link app, citing that it presents a conflict of interest that does not appeal to their brand. Hmm. Wonder what that's all about. Hmm. Because Maybe. in what what way does that not work for them? In some way. I, I mean, know. you have Steam on Mac, so it's not like you can't play on a Mac. Yeah, I don't know. So how does... I don't know. I, I don't know. It didn't make any sense to me. I didn't really dig too much into it. I was like, huh, that's interesting. Maybe, maybe like, well, if you can't get Steam... If, if you can get Steam on the iPad, it's going to hurt our Mac sales. Yeah, true. I don't know. It's Might true. be. Uh, Barbie. Oh, is getting her own line of Super Mario clothes. Why? I don't know. You want that Barbie, no. don't you? Now, when I, when I first read that, I was like, so she's going to be dressed like you know Mario and Luigi or the princess? And I was like, no, she has regular clothes, but clothes that we could buy with their faces on it. Right. That kind of clothing. Huh. So a new Sonic racing game will be revealed soon. Do you care about that? I do not. I don't either. Like, if it's not Mario Kart, I ain't going to play it. No. Who does? Uh, Halo 6 has been confirmed. Yeah. That's what I said, too. Sega announced Yakuza 3, 4, 5 remasters for PS4. Mm. Yeah. I think there's a lot of a lot of people like that game. A lot of people like Halo. Yeah. I'm just... I don't like I guess if I, was, if I was in on the ground floor with it... Yeah. Then maybe I'd, I'd be a little bit more excited, but... I really don't have that connection no, with it. and yeah, 
I, I had I don't either. I've played I've played one of them. I know I played one. On, I think it was on the PS3, and I I guess it was like as I was transitioning to PS3 and four, mm-hmm. I played it for a little bit just and off times, and just never got back around to finishing it. It seemed right. all right. Uh, but uh, the last thing I have is EA Sports has decided they will no longer make golf games. Huh. Are you are you sad about that? They made some really good golf games. Well, they're not doing it anymore, damn it. They're done. I don't know why. I get why. I mean, I know why. They're probably not Maybe selling. Maybe they're not good. selling. All right, more news. More news. Yes. You may remember us talking about the swatting incident that happened uh, late December of last year. They got a man killed. Well, this week, those two little bastards responsible are being held accountable. Good. They're facing charges of conspiracy to make a false report, wire fraud, obstruction of justice, and conspiracy to obstruct justice. Each charge holds a fine of $250,000 and a variance of anywhere between five years and life in prison. So, if, if successfully convicted, their lives are going to be over. And all because of a video game. All because of stupidity. Over a video game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying it's the video game's fault. I'm just saying they got <laughs> so bent out of shape because they were losing that they felt the need to be a jerk to yeah. someone. And now they're, they're going to lose. I, I mean, seriously... Even if it's one or two of those counts with life in prison, they're they screwed. need to do about five, get five, and do a couple of years and get out in good behavior. No, and, and get fined. Whatever happens here, it needs to be harsh. It needs to be so harsh that those who ever consider swatting think, eh, I don't think it's worth that. So I'm not going to do that because there have been no consequences up to this point. Right. So. This needs to be a, a firm stance for all these people out there who want to be, you know, pissy about their games and swat somebody to make them think twice about it. Really show how much of a criminal act it can be. I think any amount of prison time is going to do it. Yeah, it's got to be I, more than, you know, months and yeah, one no, year. It needs you know, to it's got to be more than one year. It needs to be up there. Right. So we'll see how that pans out. Uh, this week saw the release of the next big update for Friday the 13th. Boom. Did you play it? Uh, well, I was going... Well, I did play it just like a hair yesterday, but the only reason I can't really speak to the updates is because my game did not decide to start updating immediately. So I had to wait on it, and it was so big that when it started, it was telling me it was going to take about six hours. Or was it six hours? No, it was six gigabytes, but it was going to take three hours. I don't know. It was going to take a, a ungodly amount of time, and I was like, well, I guess I'm not playing this today. But anyway, uh, the update dropped on May 24th, and the um, featured the long-awaited engine update, which is going to refine some of the graphics, or did, yet not in the way that I think many were expecting. I think it's more like shadows and dark and, and shade to kind of really accentuate the, the flashlights and stuff like that, right. really kind of make that work. Uh, another long-awaited feature is the single-player challenges, which allow players to take control of Jason in a set scenario in which to dispatch counselors. I'm actually looking forward to that. It's right. almost like, you know someone's cooking or well i think we saw that one video where there was a guy who was changing a tire and the other guy went to go take a yeah. pee in the forest and then you've got to find a way to pick them off the beauty of that is you can do it one of two ways you can be very sneaky 
and, you know, find a way to kill them quietly, or you can go in, you know, hack and slash and kill them however you want, just right. as long as you get the job done. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what kind of uh, scenarios they have set up and how many different ways you can actually go about it, because I'd like to try them all in different variances to see how that would go. Uh, you also have legendary perks that have been added for counselors. These perks will have stats that are similar to the epic perks. However, they will actually come equipped with a bonus trait that will give your counselor a fighting chance. Uh, another big addition is the infraction system, which will punish players for dropping out of matches prematurely. Good. Points will be accumulated should players do any of the following. Leave the match as Jason. Leave the match as the host. Leave the match while still alive as a counselor, and leaving the match while in the process of being killed, either as a counselor or as Jason. Right. So there are your uh, no nos, and accumulating enough of these points will put you into a queue with other players just like you. And you know what? I would love to spectate that, just to see <laughs> these these people having to deal with one another and their hateful little asses. Um, however, I did find out that these points are not permanent and they will decay over time. So you can get out of there eventually. You just have to behave yourself. Uh, other additions uh, are the new counselor, Victoria, who can be unlocked at level 20 or 42, excuse me. Weapon swapping for Jason will also be unlocked at level 113, which I probably will never get to. Uh, Roy skins, new emotes, animations, and weapon stats have also been added or tweaked, along with a few bugs that they've uh, worked out, which was actually a huge list that I kind of went through. Uh, I want to want to get back to playing this a little bit more. I still love this game. Just I still, still wish, wish I had I more it. friends to play with. I wish that our internet would let me and you talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would. I be. don't understand that. I still have to this day don't understand that. I don't either. It doesn't work for anybody. Now, if I go in the game, it works. Mm-hmm. But then we have to talk to everybody. Yeah, nah, I don't want to do that. We're antisocial. That's just like, I just can't handle all the stupidity. Especially when you just get some of those people who just, I don't know. Yeah, like that one guy was like, bro, why are you going in the water? Why are you going in the water? Just, what are you doing? I'm chasing six. So I can swim or whatever it was. Swim. What are you doing? I did. I did like this one guy. I think uh, I was Jason at the time, and I killed him. Yeah. These are the type of people I would actually like to play with because I got him, and I guess he'd never seen like the Savini Jason, and never seen any of the kills. So whatever I did, he was like, "Oh God, <laughs> like, that was awesome." So even though he died, he was still happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it brought him a little joy. So I thought that was that was pretty cool. But not everybody's like that. You got a yeah. lot of sore losers out there. Uh. I know we've spoken about this recently, uh, about a rumor about this, and I think it was a couple of months back. It might have been last year. I don't know that for sure. I can't remember. That's a long time. That's a big deal. I know John was here. John, <laughs> that, was, uh, that was one of the first two. Yeah. So, uh, based on new details, this seems to be looking like more of a reality. Nintendo has applied a trademark for the N64 in Japan for purposes that include all aspects of the console like controllers, programming, video games, and more. Since the or since Nintendo has shot down ideas of a virtual console, this could be their new marketing strategy when it comes to classic console games. So if there's truth to this, we might be seeing a N64 Mini at E3. What do you think? Uh, eh, eh. Eh. I guess taken away from... They're the only one that can really pull this off, I yeah. feel like. 
I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's um, depending on the games they put on it. I think this would be the one I would actually buy. Right. Because I don't feel like I ever got the opportunity like I did with the Super Nintendo games and the old Nintendo games to actually play in 64 games. So right. the question is, what games would they put on there? Because immediately, you're going to have Super Mario 64. Mm-hmm. You're going to have Super Mario Kart 64. Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask for The Legend of Zelda. That's four games. Uh, what else do you think they could put on there? Is there an F-Zero game? Was there an F-Zero game? I can't remember. I feel like there was. I know they've at least done two. So there might have been an... Yeah, there was. Was there uh, any punch-out game? Not on the N64. Because I I know it kind of... The super punch-out was the last one before the one on the Wii. Right. So there was a a gap. What about Metroid? Uh, There was no Metroid game on the 64. Yeah. There were a lot of franchises. Uh, Star Fox. That would be another one. Yeah, I was going to say that one. Uh, I don't know, and I don't see any reason why they couldn't get this game. There probably have to be a few minor tweaks. But uh, Donkey Kong 64, it was developed by Rare. Well, that was a Rare game. So it was whether or not they could get the uh, rights yeah, to them. Right. But well, see, I feel like Donkey Kong they could they could do. But that, oh, yeah. that never showed up on the Virtual Console, which always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, why isn't this game coming out on the Virtual Console? It's yeah. their game. You know, right. I mean, like Donkey Kong Country had that too. Right. But I think the only thing that was the issue or could be an issue is I think... Rare stuck in one of their old games in there. Right. So they might have to just scrub it or remove it from the game. But I don't really feel like that would be a hard thing to do. So I'd like to see it. But that's only five or six games right there. So, I mean, there's still a slew that they could they could put on there. It's just what's worthwhile. They're going to end up putting a balloon fight on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that would Well, Smash Brothers. The original yeah. Smash Brothers could be on there. So that's seven. I don't know. I would I would assume somewhere between fifteen and twenty games ballpark. Yeah. To keep it affordable, because I know that for the was it thirty on the NES one and then twenty so. on the Super NES one. No, I think it was fifty nine ninety nine. Oh, you're talking about amount of games. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So I don't know. I'd say fifteen games tops. Yeah. Which is sad because and then, then we know exactly what game we're gonna get. I want to play Conquer again. Anyway, <laughs> uh, do you remember the Garbage Pail Kids? I do. I was Trashy Todd. Did Did you Did you like them? Were you a big fan? Did I you collected collect the cards and stuff. That movie was utter trash. Yeah. Well, we're not talking about that. We're just talking about the cards. Yeah, yeah. Or I the did stick- the cards. Well, they were they kind were of stickers. stickers. Yeah, they were stickers. Anyway, um, the Tops Company has partnered with Jago Studios to create a mobile card collecting game. Featuring those Cabbage Patch Rejects. This game will feature classic cards from the original lineups and brand new ones debuting in the game itself. No release date has been announced, but we will let you know when it does. Okay, but what do you do with those cards? They uh, fight each other? I guess. Like Gwent? I guess it's kind of, yeah, that, Gwent. that whole... Well, not Gwent. Dude, I love Gwent. I do. Uh, I, I didn't uh, give it a chance at first, but once I started playing, I was like, I kind of like this. Why can't you walk into a bar anymore and there's a dude sitting over in a corner, like drinking a mug, and he's like, hey, what you want to play Gwent? Because everybody's just, I don't know. Or Liar's <laughs> Dice. You want to play Liar's Dice? You know, something awesome like that. Nobody does that anymore. Not in America. Maybe they do it overseas. Yeah, well, I'm going to go there. Yeah. 
That would be awesome. Walk yeah. into an Irish pub. Hey, you want to come over and play a game of Gwent? Hell yes. Yes, I do. And then you know that guy would look. He ain't got but one tooth. He's playing Liar's <laughs> Dice. Look, mm-hmm. I want to play Liar's <laughs> Dice with him. All right. It's time for some truth or trash. Truth or trash. Okay. Are you ready? I'm. Yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4 is coming next year. Yeah. Sony will announce a PlayStation Classic console. Wait. Trash. Now keep going with that one. I didn't call it trash. Oh, I just said okay. no. Well, Sony will announce a PlayStation Classic console this year. Truth. Okay. Dying Light 2 will be announced at E3. I, I hope so. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say truth. Yes, I'm okay. gonna say truth. Devil May Cry will be at E3. Which form? Don't know. Just mm-hmm. it'll be there. I've heard rumblings of a sequel to the old um, old games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna say truth. Okay. The Resident Evil 2 remake will also be seen at E3. Yeah, truth. Yeah, yeah. it's about time for that. And finally. This is kind of a big one, so there's a lot to unpack here. Okay. Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo Switch will feature returning characters from the previous game, like Sonic, Pac-Man, Mega Man, Ryu, Cloud, and Bayonetta, and also new characters like Ridley, Simon Belmont, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, and Goku. Who's Ridley? From Metroid. Oh. The big dragon-looking... Yeah, yeah. I'd say truth. I mean, that's they're going to do something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it might not be exactly like that, but yeah. And you say it's going to be at E three. Is that what you said? Well, I would assume, but yeah, we'll, we'll get so. into that when we get into our uh, topics. Topics. But all right, time for a little weird news. You got weird news this week. A little bit. A little. little. First of all, and this is just this is just one little thing of weird news. Just okay. a little. Just a little. Little bit. Just, just a teeny just little tiny bit. Weird. The Xbox 360 got an update this week. A system update. Why? Good question. That's why it's in the weird news. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I don't know, but it got an update. Some form of system update for some reason. Okay. So there you go. That's that's weird. They won't put games on it, but they'll update it. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's for their... I don't know. I don't know why it's for... I don't know. I have no idea. You can't play PUBG on it. No. No, no. Okay. I can't think what people who's still playing the three sixty? Those people who are still getting their games with gold like whatever garbage came out. I don't know. It's the same know. people who still sitting with a PS three. It's like, dude, come on, get with the times. You know what I, I mean? Like I, I took mine over to my mom's house and Peyton plays it. No, mm-hmm. she just she's used to the PS four now. She's done with it, you know? It's the same people who still have a Wii U and still feel it like it's valid console. Right. Yes, I just bashed it. I won't bash the Wii, mind you, because you know what? There are people out there who are not gamers like us who love yeah. playing the Wii, Dude. and I give them a pass. Went to Jenna's uh, grandmother's. She's moved into like a senior living place, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. They got activities for them all the time. She can come and go as she pleases. I looked on the activities thing today. One of them said Wii. I said, Grandmommy, you got to nice. go try the Wii. I was like, you can bowl, <laughs> and all you got to do is just move your hand. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. Hit A and move your hand. Yep. She kind of laughed. She's probably not going to go play it. But it was cool that, you know, it's it's there. there. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's for everyone. All right. Uh, The next bit of uh, weird news, which is uh, 
I don't want to say it's just a really, really weird, but it, it, it falls into this category. But it's also kind of a, a slight topic we can touch on just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier we mentioned uh, some heat that Valve found itself in concerning banning games for containing what they deem pornography. Here in the Weird News section, they are being targeted for allowing a game called Active Shooter The Simulation, hmm. which will be released on their platform or is going to be. I don't know if it actually was or not. I would assume it was right. or maybe even being promoted. Uh, in the game, players can either choose to be a member of an infiltrating SWAT team or the shooter itself within the game that they're after. Set within the backdrop of a school. God damn, that's too soon. Yeah. So obviously this ruffled feathers from an anti-gun group or numerous anti-gun groups and even Steam customers letting their outrage be known by calling for the removal of the game. However, the game's developer noted that that people are taking this way too seriously and pointed out... Other similar games like Hatred, Postal, and Carmageddon being no different, if not worse, in regards to the gameplay that they promote. Yeah, those games have been out for a long time. I agree. And they weren't called Active Shooter, and we have 288 since you know 2009. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Now, as of right now, or at least as of writing this, as of recording this, Valve has not removed the game. So uh, it's still interesting to see what route they choose. Something tells me they'll get enough... Heat where they'll be like, we gotta, we gotta remove this. Okay, just take the setting and change it to something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't have it in a school. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I feel like that that this person, this developer, feels like that they're trying to be very uh, tongue in cheek, political, but uh, it's a little just, too on the nose. Uh, it's too much to do with your kids. Yeah, you, know? you gotta watch that. And, and that's another good question. They never really touched on. Are you actually killing kids I know. That's in the, the game? Thing. So that would be an interesting... I mean, if you are, yeah, dude, no. Yeah. That's not if cool. If you're not, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, say you're not, and the, the, the goal is to... I don't even know if it's like the goal to scare people and get them in a room. Is yeah. that even good? You know what I mean? Like, but if you're well, killing all kids, right, come here's on. a here's a, a question. If it was just you as a SWAT team member or a cop and not the shooter, mm-hmm. do you think that would change the perspective? So you mean you're going in with the SWAT yeah, team? Yeah, you're you're only the guy trying to take down the shooter. Do you think that would change people's perception? I don't know, man. I mean, I still just, don't feel like it would be proper, but I feel like it would be slightly more appropriate. It would be more appropriate, but I think it's just it's still this is kind of like an ongoing thing, you know. So like, this is not something to make fun of. Yeah, I this feel is like that's kind of <laughs> this is not Call it. of Duty World War Two, something that happened right. long ago. This is stuff that happens on a daily basis. Yeah, and it's not like... Uh, I know everybody kind of would jump back onto that scene in Call of Duty where they shot the airport up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, that is not the same thing because you could edit that that scene out. Yeah. This is the premise of the game. You know, like that's different. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of struck me odd. I was like, wow, dude. All right. I mean, I don't like I saying... Try- you know, well, I try under tried understanding where he was trying to come from, right. trying to say like postal Armageddon, because I remember when postal got a lot of hate, right. you know, for. But God, I like, just don't feel like it's the same. Uh, you know what I it's mean? It's not like I could understand going postal, you know, or them calling that, and you just kind of went crazy in mm-hmm. this game. You know, I can. 
I don't know. It's just still to me, it's just it's not about your kids. Yeah, and it's not in a school, and you're not doing that act. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just I don't, it, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a it's really not a slippery slope. It's just don't just don't do it, dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. It's time for everybody's favorite new segment. I'd buy that for a dollar. That's right. I got my pocket full of dollar coins, baby. All right. Let's see if you'd want to buy some of this stuff. For what dollar? Just a dollar. Okay. Just for a dollar. Uh, Scuff Gaming announced a new officially licensed controller for the PS4 called the Vantage. It's a highly customizable controller that you can purchase wired or wireless. But are you willing... Let's see. Side-mounted right and left sax buttons designed to fit the natural placement of a player's fingers and provide additional configurability. Interchangeable magnetic faceplate makes it easy to change thumbsticks and personalize the controller. Advanced audio control for wired connection. A simple swipe of the audio touch bar adjusts the volume while players can keep their hands on the controller. A removable vibration module. Players can reduce the weight of the controller and lessen hand fatigue. Paddle control systems with four removable back paddles. A quick access remapping switch. Customizable thumbsticks with three different heights, either in concave or convex configuration. Adjustable hair triggers with trigger stops and extenders and a choice of D-pads. He had me a hello. Okay. All of this customization doesn't come cheap, though. No. Well, let me, let me guess. We, we, we call them uh, $149. The wireless version alone will set you back $200. Damn! But you can save 30 bucks if you go for the wired. Wow. But, but, you don't get the traveling case that comes with the wireless. <sighs> so I you gotta get the one. wireless, you know? Mm-hmm. $200. $200. No, I can't buy that for a dollar. It's $200. Yeah. The controller is expected to be released later this summer. I I can't buy that. It's mainly because of the price. I want it. Yeah. So, I mean, for a dollar, I would definitely buy it. Mm -hmm. It sounds interesting. All right. How about this? Are you a fan of the Batman animated series? Came on in the 90s? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Did you ever wish you could play the adventures of Batman, but not on a 16-bit console, but as a board game? No. Well, if you if you were one of those people that did, you can now. I can? Yeah, because nope. introducing Gotham Under Siege, a one to five player board game where you get to play as Batman or one of his allies, and you're rolling die to help defend Gotham from Batman's most nefarious rogues. The game features new artwork, character miniatures, and 3D city buildings. How about that? Yeah. There's no word on the price, but it will be available in August. What would you pay for this? Should you want it? $9.99. $9.99? With 3D model, character models, and buildings and everything like that? $14.99. You apparently don't know how this works anymore. (laughs) That's (laughs) why I'm telling you what I would pay for it. Do you know how much a Legend of Zelda Monopoly game sells for? What, $99? Probably like $40. Yeah, I'll say I wouldn't buy that. I would probably say this would go for about the same. You're probably right, but... That's a new game. Maybe fifty bucks. There you go. Fifty dollars. Uh, I can't. Uh, I, I can't buy it for that price. <sighs> All right. Fine. All right. How about this? How about this? Puma's hotly anticipated Sonic-inspired sneakers are hitting stores June fifth. Don't care. 
You will, because there will be two different styles to choose from. Oh, my head is is hurting. Now. Yeah, so let's see which style you would want. What colors are they? Well, that's what we're gonna that's what right we're gonna now? talk about. Now, first you got the RS Zero Sonic, which features a textured blue suede reminiscent of fur on the upper portion, along with a debossed Sonic head and gold rings. The outsole is red with a Sonic logo print. The heel features a 16-bit grass print and gold ring tips on the laces. Now, the <laughs> RS Zero Dr. Eggman starts with a pebbled patent leather on the upper portion, along with a debossed Dr. Eggman head, which is also featured on the heel. The footbed is laced with a yellow and black caution stripes, while the outsole is a sonic blue color. Both can be purchased from Puma site or select retailers across the country, and you will pay how much for them? $79.99. No! $130. Don't want them. All right. Well, I was trying to sell you on some sneakers. Why don't you want Sonic sneakers, man? Oh, I just... I mean, wouldn't wouldn't that be fun to have? No. Mm -mm. No? All right. So let's get into our topic this week. We actually have a little topic we're going to run through here. Uh, it's We're about three weeks away from E3. Yay! So we, uh, we're we going to break down the uh, the big three over the next three weeks. Yeah. And we're going to start with Nintendo and what they uh, should be bringing to the table for their uh, their show, what they're what they're going to be doing. They're probably going to do the Nintendo Direct, am I right? Have they announced that already? Uh, they probably have, but that would be most likely. Yeah. But I guess the question is, what do you think we'll be seeing? I, I say we're going to see Metroid. Like, what kind of Metroid do you think? Well, oh, it, yeah, we, they, uh, Metroid, Metroid Prime, Prime 4, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I say we'll see that. Mm-hmm. I say we'll see Super Smash Brothers. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh. God, like outside of those two, I don't. Uh, I have a feeling we're going to see a new Star Fox. Uh, uh, I don't know what exactly. When it'll was be. the last one out? Hmm. When did it on the Wii U? Uh, I think there was. I don't think you'll see one. Don't think so. Uh-uh. But that was like a that was like a port or a remaster of an old game. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was a brand new. No, it was it was a it was a rehash. Uh, I still don't. I don't know. I st- I would. Uh, I'd be on the fence with that one. No, I think they need to, to start stepping up their oh, they, game. They need to, yeah. Think about it like this. Last year, they had Zelda. They had Mario. They had Mario Kart. They had Splatoon. They need to start pushing out their big first-party titles in succession like they did with those to try and you know fill in the gap, so to speak. Because they did a great job with it last year. So this year, they need to have... Smash Brothers. They need to have Metroid, Star Fox. I wouldn't even be surprised if we saw an F Zero. Say, I was going to say F Zero. Yeah. Another one I'm actually expecting them to announce is a Pokemon game for the Switch. Not a fighting game because I think they had that, but right. a legitimate Pokemon game. Yeah. Now whether or not it gets announced like a release date, I don't know, but something tells me they're going to bring that to the table and say it's coming because there's been so much speculation that there's going to be a, a Pokemon Switch game, and I just don't see it being a rumor forever. Right. It's got it's got to be coming from somewhere. So something tells me we're going to see something about it, get everybody hyped up for it, and then maybe 
a summer release for next year, maybe even Christmas this year. I don't know. It just depends on how far along they are with it. But yeah. the Switch, I think it's ripe for Pokemon. Yeah, and I think they're going to rely on the, the indie developers for a little while until they get this stuff out. I really feel like they're going to be indie-focused as well. Right. I think that where we've heard that indie developers are coming to them, that they, they've been real heavy on the indie focus, something tells me we're going to see a lot more of that. What was that Ninja? That It's not a Ninja Gaiden clone, but it really pulled a lot of oh, stuff uh, from it. Do you remember what the name of it was we seen at PAX East? I know exactly what you're talking about. I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me. But yeah, it was a straight up Ninja Gaiden clone. Yeah, what if I can find it? I think they'll start. They might lean on that because that got a lot of talk at that game. It did the, that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one, I think I, I didn't even write it down. It just kind of occurred to me. We'll probably see more of uh, Travis Strikes again, possibly. Which yeah. you know, it's got to be one of their big their big hitters right now. Games that they've got to rely on that are strictly for their console. So as long as that remains an exclusive, they need to push it and say, "Hey, this game's coming. This is what we're doing." Right. Um, but I, you know, outside of, I guess the, expected, the messenger, the messenger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look for that game. I think that game will be there. Oh yeah, for sure. But, uh, outside of the, the more common, the, the usual things that we expect from them, I can't think of anything that's just stands out now. I, I can't either. Well, uh, I guess something just occurred to me, the, uh, the online service that they've been, uh, they, they announced. I'm sure they'll kind of go into greater detail as to what that's going to entail. Do you feel like that with that, though, since there's been a little bit of backlash to some of the features, that they might pull a 180 down at uh, on the stage and be like, no, nah, we, we said we're going to do this, but no, nah, we've decided we're going to do that. Right. That could be. So. I don't know. I would feel uh, any 180 is, is bad, I think, right yeah. now. But I guess if it's in a way that you're benefiting players, maybe? Yeah, if, if you've changed it for the better, yeah, that's the only thing I can yeah. see. Maybe, like, we've looked at it, we said, no, nah, you know what, this this will work better for you. So, uh, any other thoughts on Nintendo and E3? I just really feel like it's going to be nothing flashy, like every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to announce their games, and that's it. I mean, it's not going to be like Microsoft and Sony and all these other ones that are going to try to throw that little... I mean, and to me, that's what E3 is for the most part. The, a regular little show like this, but with, you know, the extra trimmings on it. I mean, I'm trying to think of what kind of surprises might come up this year, but nothing really... I don't know, nothing really pops in my head as to what could be a great surprise. But, I, I mean, either. every show, they... At least there's one surprise at every spot. Something that you don't expect. It's like, oh, wow, that would be cool. Like, I know, I think it was last year they did that whole uh, Mario Rabbids game that nobody is like, what the hell is this? You know, where'd this come from? So that was kind of a surprise. Yeah, and I've heard a lot of people say it's great. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious if there's going to be another little surprise like that. Maybe not a crossover game like that, but something like, like we were talking about with Smash Brothers and the, the rumors. I guarantee right. you, you're going to see some of that stuff where they're bringing out a fighter you don't expect and be like, oh my gosh, I get to play yeah. that game. Because right. Smash Brothers, I feel like it's going to be the game they're leaning on for this to really make it, you know, sell the system for right. people who haven't come in yet. Because right now, I just want to play certain things, but I'm just, I'm not there yet. Right. I just, I'm not. I hate it. So, are you, say, uh, is Super Smash Brothers the game to do it or is it. No more heroes. 
Right now, No More Heroes is the only one that I can possibly foresee being the game to get me to go over there. However, that's not to say the game couldn't wind up somewhere else. I know, that's what I'm wondering. Is it going to? I, fingers crossed. <laughs> I mean, would it piss you off if you bought the system and then all of a sudden it was on PlayStation? If I, yeah, it would. That's why I'm very, I'm being very hesitant. Right. Because they said that about the first game and look where it wound up yeah. on the PS3. Right. So, I don't know. I just think that market's too big to ignore. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And it's an, and from what I saw of it, you couldn't tell me that the game has to be played only on that system. Like, it was specifically designed for that system. Right. I played on a controller. One of their little micro controllers. Mm-hmm. Play that on a regular controller, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to piss on Nintendo. It's more Grasshopper needs to open their doors a little bit and stop leaning heavily on Nintendo. Right. They've got a market out there for other... Uh, at least Sony is a well, market you know, for they them. Did, because, what, let it die. Yeah. So. so, why not? And then I understand that No More Heroes, that's where it was birthed. But right. bring it somewhere else right. where it'll thrive. I think so, yeah. Mm. Without restrictions, for sure. Definitely. All right, it's time for some release dates. Release dates. Yeah, Today's got, a big day for release dates. Well, it's, it's, uh, well, I don't know about next week. Well, it's it's deep. It's deep, but I don't think the heavy hitters are this week. We no, talked about them. No, I don't think. Yeah, we covered them last week. Everything yeah. else is uh, stuff you could possibly care about, but you might sweep under the rug. I, I feel like there might be some gems in here, so don't overlook them all. Just uh, at least kind of take a peek at it and say, hmm, okay. Or, eh. Right. At least give it a look. All right. We've got uh, Yoku's Island Express for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Harvest Moon, Light of Hope for PS4 and Nintendo Switch. Agony for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Le- uh, Fallen Legion, Rise to Glory for Nintendo Switch. Moonlighter for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. RBI Baseball 18 for Nintendo Switch. Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Sega Genesis Classics for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Legend of K Anniversary for the Nintendo Switch. Knights of Pen and Paper Plus One Deluxe Year Edition for PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. That's a mouthful. It is. Die for Valhalla for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Sprinteries, Mudrunner, The Ridge for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And those were all for May 29th, if I didn't say that. I don't feel like I did. We, we, we got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, on May 31st, we have Figment for Nintendo Switch. Smoke and Sacrifice for Nintendo Switch. Mil- uh, Milanor. I don't know why that was struggling with me. <laughs> I was looking at it like, huh. Uh, for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. West of Loathing for Nintendo Switch, Quad Fighters K for Nintendo Switch, and Masked Forces for Nintendo Switch. And then on June 1st, we have Earth Atlantis for PS4 and Xbox One. Boom. Boom. That's it for this week. That is all the uh, the, the lot, release dates. A lot of indies this week. But we had to... I mean, we just had some, some big games drop, yeah. so... It's Indy's turn. Yeah, yeah. And then the slew. Uh, I think I'm going to start a new segment at some point when I feel like doing the research. Uh, talking about the bevy of PC games that I look at 
on a regular basis that I do not cover in this list because there's so right. many. And I have no doubt that they're garbage wear because I know I saw one, and this is what made me think of this, that was, <laughs> what do you hear, Yanni or Laurel? A serious game. What and that's hear, what it by is. The way? Laurel. I heard Laurel. I mean, it yeah. was Laurel, you yeah. know, but Peyton heard Yanni. That's all she heard. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I've seen a video where the guy was said, "You can actually hear both things when you change the tone." And she was yeah. he was changing the tone, and Love said, "Now it says Laurel, uh, no, and it, now it's back to Yanni." Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool, but there's a game out there uh, that's trash. Yeah, for sure. You don't need a game for it. Just go yeah. online. Don't pay anything for that. Uh-uh. All right, buddy. It's time. Tell us about minute. If you like old school Zelda. This is, to me, the closest game that I've played that felt like that game. It reminds me graphically of uh, Link's Awakening. Right, um, but not as much the look to me, because mm-hmm. it looks like a Game Boy game. Yeah, I mean, for like, sure. Straight exactly. up, should have been on the original Game Boy mm-hmm. on the show. Like, at one point when I was playing it, I said something like, this only costs $9, and she, my wife goes, you paid for this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's... Yeah. it's it's a fun game. Mm-hmm. It can get you hooked in. I mean, right off the bat, uh, people behind it, uh, Kitty Callis, she worked on uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, just just to name one person. I know the other people came from other studios too, but she's just the name I can remember in my head. Right. Um, I don't know, man. It's like there's something going on. Like you live, your guy lives 60 seconds at a time. I mean, you can do a lot in the 60 seconds. Right. You can finish this game in 30 minutes if you know where everything is. Mm-hmm. I went and um, I did what I could. I think I, I ended up finishing the game in like a hundred moves. And then I seen there was a, a trophy for finishing it in 25 moves or less. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I know where some things are. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to get the uh, help from a what we like a walkthrough, you know? Yeah. So I did that. I ended up getting, uh, after I did that, I went back and got collectibles. The amount of stuff in this game, and the reason I say it's like old Zelda is because I just remember playing Zelda and there'd be a, a bush, nothing special about this bush. You burn it and all of a sudden you found a secret level that's that's the sixth dungeon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you had to have that to finish this game. But how did you know just... Who found that, you know? Yeah. There's a super just ton of that kind of stuff in this game. Like, for example, you're walking through this dungeon. There's there's little areas where they're like dungeons and it looks like Zelda with the bricks and stuff. You don't have all the puzzles and, the, and a boss at the end of the dungeon like you did in Zelda. Mm-hmm. But you kind of crawl around this dungeon and find parts and coins and tentacles. You're looking for tentacles. I think there ends up being like 19 coins. Um... 14 collectibles and like 8 tentacles or something like that yeah something like that I can't remember exactly but there's a wall that looks normal but you can walk through it to finish this one area to find like the flippers you gotta have flippers to be able to walk on the water you know right stuff like that so that game it it just keeps you intrigued in that way hmm and then just you know there's a boss fight at the very end of the game which is kind of cool I mean, it's, it kind of goes back to those uh, Zelda games where there's flames around him and it goes in and out and you got to time the pattern and 
do all these certain things that you could do it it's going to do them the same every single time you know games don't really do that pattern stuff much anymore hmm. i miss because i could always figure out the patterns now i can't <laughs> you know, it sucks but i don't know like if we called this our new segment here instead of retro review and we called it anything else it would be pick it or skip it you know like yeah. this week i would definitely say pick minute and play this game take your time you can pick it up, play it for 10 or 15 minutes, and you've done quite a few things if you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And 15 minutes. You can almost finish the game. But if you are not, if you don't know what you're doing, this would just be an awesome little exploration thing. Like you go, I was worried when I was playing at first, like 60 seconds, how am I going to get all this stuff done from this one area? Mm-hmm. There ends up being like, five different houses that you can move to like you get to this one area it's like a campsite in the desert boom you go through the house and then you come back to that house every time you die yeah and you can move when you you know you figured out all the houses you can that's your new save point right there Mm -hmm. every time you die every 60 seconds you start back there so you move there and you do everything in that region and then towards the end of the game if you you listen to people that's that's another thing it's like Zelda like the townspeople um, they give you clues. Yeah. Like for example, there's this one, and there's a trophy for it. Good listener. Mm. There's a turtle that talks so slow. Did you see him? Yeah, I saw him at uh, okay. PAX. <laughs> you know, if you can actually, like, if you you have to haul ass to get to him mm-hmm. because it takes him like 30 seconds to get his entire message out. Yeah. And he lets you know there's a treasure island at the bottom, uh, getting in the boat, and you know you don't you wouldn't even know it's there if you didn't mm-hmm. talk to him. But you get a trophy and you get to find that island. And when you find the island, you um, you can hook up a uh, like a teleporter. Mm-hmm. So then you can go from house to house to house just really fast. It helps you get around the map really fast to do some of these things. So it's really just, if you look at it on the surface and you, you said, oh, I'm not playing that game because it looks like a Game Boy game, you would be missing out on how complex this game really is mm-hmm. at its core. Yeah. So... For $9.99, you can just... I want to play it right now. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and, I, and I beat it. But I got one trophy left. It's like a second run-through. And they say you only get 40 seconds mm-hmm. per life now to do in the run-through. But I opened up another thing last night. Like I went to a, a ghost house. It was haunted. Mm-hmm. And the floors are endless. On every floor, they tell you <laughs> they tell you a tip, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's one tip in particular that when you see it, if you stop and then go outside, a ghost appears. And then you, un- when you beat it uh, with like 100%, you unlock um, Mary's mode is what it's called. There's no mm-hmm. timer. You can just go. Uh-huh. That's undoubtedly how people have figured this out. But right. how did they figure that out? <laughs> you know, I was just, God. Trial and error, man. It's crazy. Like the amount of stuff that's in this little bitty game. And you can do so much in 60 seconds. It's just, I don't know. It mm-hmm. blew my mind how just much thought went into so such a small game that did not look all that impressive but yeah. it's so much fun pick mm-hmm. it 9.99 and right how now how long would you say that it took you to go from beginning to end first time the first time yeah i would say three three hours three hours yeah three hours of kind of three or four hours to figure everything out mm-hmm. had a hundred moves you can figure what a hundred minutes yeah so, I, and I didn't get everything that I needed. Yeah. But I did finish the game. Mm-hmm. But So, is there just one specific, like, 
saying that, I'm assuming there's just, what's your goal here? Your goal is to shut down the sword factory. Okay. And you don't really know that. You just kind of got to really talk to people like this one guy when you pick up the... Like, you don't have a timer at first. You can walk around and do anything you want, mm-hmm. if I if I remember right. I believe yeah, that's, that's how it went. That's correct. You pick the sword up, and mm-hmm. it's boom, you're cursed. And the guy is on the next screen. I think he says, hey, did you just pick up that sword? Come meet me at the factory. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently this factory makes these cursed swords. So you figure, like, you know, they're on these conveyor belts. I guess you figure out somehow or another you got to shut this place down. Because okay. I can't remember exactly how I figured it out. Mm-hmm. I just knew he told me to come to the factory. So I just started, okay. That's your, that's your end game. Yeah, that's Get your end game. Yeah. He's sitting okay. there. You go cut on these little generators. You come back in there and you attack the main thing he's in. Sling swords out. All the swords are stuck to him in the middle. And you got to destroy... I think you end up destroying 16 swords all together that's around him. Mm-hmm. Like the first level, they come out. Um, swords shoot out from him diagonally. And you got to push boxes in front of them to shield you to run around into the next area to kill the sword that's there. Mm-hmm. And you just do that and you go all the way around. Well, when you get to the end, then eight more swords pop out. Actually, it's like 24 swords. But eight more swords pop out and they each shoot swords out at you, like from there. Mm-hmm. So you got to go around, you got to hit the ones that are shining. So you do that eight times, knock those down. Then they all kind of go in the middle. There's eight more, but you kill them in pairs of two. So it's really four. Mm-hmm. But they're spinning, they come out real big, go back in, there's also stuff, the sword's just floating around, you gotta just kinda weave in and out. I mean, it's really tricky. Yeah. And, I mean, if you're trying to do it in under 25 runs, then this part can cause a problem because you get to stay right there and fight him, but it counts against your run if you die. Mm. And if you haven't found, like, I think I had three hearts when I went in there, because I hadn't even begun to find any of the other hearts. Yeah. Like, some of them, I had to have the uh, uh, the walkthrough to figure out that they were there. Mm-hmm. I think there's like, what's there, might be like six or seven hearts. I mean, like, the whole game just screams Zelda. If you don't think about Zelda, the original Zelda, when you play this game, I question your mentality. <laughs> <laughs> or you haven't played it. No, you've played it. Well, I just mean for those newcomers. No, I don't give them any slack. None? None. None. You should have already played it? You should have already it's played gaming it. gaming one-on-one. Like I God. wasn't born then. I don't give a damn. Play <laughs> Zelda. You're supposed to play Zelda. Yeah, yeah. You should get this game. You. This is right up your alley. Yeah, I, I want to play it. Yeah. I, I love playing it at PAX. And yeah. everything that you've kind of said, I, rem- I remember bits and pieces of. Right. But now it just it makes me want to play it more because I only got... The demo because right. they actually made it specifically for packs. Like there were elements like the turtle, yeah. But then I guess your end goal there, once you got it, it's like, oh no, this is this is just a this is a demo, and then they cut you off, and it's like, oh, you sons of bitches. Yeah, I know, but it's like you get to, it doesn't take you long to figure out. Okay, I got I can do this and this. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm fixing to die, or you can just kill yourself a circle if you want to go back and, and not wait that yeah. your time. You know, I did that by accident a few times. But uh, the best part about it, too, is like how many uh, trophies just pop and you don't even realize you're going to get one. Like, mm. I grab a key with one second left. Like, oh, my God, oh, I'm going to die. And I grab it, right? Boom, trophy. You know, <laughs> it's great. So you get rewarded for it. Nice. Yeah, and it's got a platinum trophy. Like, mm. not many. I wouldn't think that this game would have a platinum trophy. Yeah. But after seeing the sheer number of stuff hidden in this game, mm. man, I, I, 
yeah, it needs a platinum trophy. There's so much to find in this game. It's, it's just a great game. Now, would you say it would probably be better to play it without the timer for for those trophies? I don't or? know, man. The timer makes it, dude. Yeah. Because I, I honestly felt like that, too, because once you start realizing what you need to do, and right. then as you die, you're like, all right, so I was doing this, so i got to keep going. Right. You have to keep remembering what you're doing. Right. So when you wake up back alive, you're like, all right, let's go. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, a lot of the stuff you find, like, for example, the flippers. I don't know if you remember where your house is. When you come out, you have a stream running right here. You mm-hmm. cannot cross that stream. Yeah. You have the flippers. You can go. You can walk right across it. So little things like that help. You can buy some uh, fast sneakers. Nice. I mean, you just haul ass. And there's only there's one area that to get a coin, you have to have the sneakers mm-hmm. to be able to get this coin. Yeah. Or you will never make. I mean, you just run as fast as you can across this dungeon. You know, like, and it's only one way. There's no, uh, um, like, it's a maze or anything like that. No, the, the mm-hmm. rocks lead you exactly where you got to go. But if you don't have the shoes, you're not going to get this coin. So, is it one of those moments where if you don't move just the right way, yes. you can hold it up? You're like, go, yeah, go, go. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I started the trophy. I mean, the run. Like, I had the fast sneakers. Uh, I was in the desert campsite, so I was only two screens away from the actual entrance to the cave. And when you get in the cave, it's just to the left. You're you're not. They're not trying to hide it from you. Mm-hmm. You just you'll never make it if you don't have the sneakers. Like I said, so I'm I'm going right. And if you you can get around the corners and you keep your speed up, but if you knock your if you hit the wall or something like that, you turn too early. Yeah. Your speed dies, and you have to build it back up with those shoes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So nice. I'm watching. And I'm like shit. And also when it gets to ten seconds, it starts making this like. Boom, boom, boom. So I'm like thinking, oh, shit, I ran through this whole thing. I'm not going to get this coin. And I come around that last corner with like four seconds left, and I mean, I grabbed it. And I mean, when I grabbed it, it said, da 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 and then he died immediately. <laughs> you know? So I got the coin. You didn't have to go back down there. There's not a lot of backtracking. I'd say the most backtracking is, I guess, going into um, – the the, um, the factory you, yeah. you'll go in and out of the factory a few times okay you know but it's still I don't think I mean honestly I don't think that there's a set way to do these mm-hmm. I think you can just this guy had them figured out when I went through the 25 because I beat it in 25 minutes you know yeah if you know exactly where everything is you can beat this game in 30 minutes but you right. won't you won't you know yeah. when you start playing it if you're it, you know how me and you both like I'm not going to cheat right off the bat yeah, you know, like you want to explore. It, I want to. I want to experience the game. So I went through it, and then to get another trophy, I knew that. Well, I've seen everything, and I'm going to need help with this. So boom, I went through the walkthrough and get the 25 moves. Got the trophy. Mm-hmm. I even 110 did. I don't know how the hell they figured out how you get the 110 percent. I don't. I will never understand that. I just quit. I quit understanding some of it halfway through. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you got to go in this one room. And die four times, but the thing is, you got to come from each house and go in this room and die for it to open this door up for you to get one of the hearts. <laughs> how the hell did they figure that out? Don't know. I don't either. It's a, that's how much stuff is in this game. This mm-hmm. little bitty tiny game uses every little bit of your, I guess, every bit of imagination the people had making this game. Like, what can we do to just screw with them? <laughs> it's just I don't know. Pick it. You need to play it. Will then do. you need to play a Little Nightmare after that. I'm getting And you're up next. You, uh, you got to convince me. Did I convince you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I you really convince feel like there was a whole week. lot of convincing, but yeah. 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 True. <laughs> but Probably no, won't yeah, be a whole lot of convincing for me. 
Yeah, you never know. Yeah, unless you know if it's Gwent, I'm in. Okay. Liar's dice, I'm in. Mm-hmm. We'll see. If it's Pokemon cards, I'm not in. Well, we'll we'll figure it out. Don't do Pokemon Go. I might. <laughs> <laughs> Just a mess with. Oh. All right. Well, that was a good good little review. Yeah. Go check out a minute. Please right pick it of the week. Not skip it. Do not skip it. Do but not pick skip it. it. Go play it. Worth your time and your money. It's not going to break your bank. No, and don't let your wife look at you or your husband and say you paid for this. You say just put your hand, just and, put your hand in your face. Is it just is it just on PlayStation Four? Is it no, it's on Xbox. It was on Xbox for a year mm-hmm. before it came. Okay, I do. You believe. Sure, it's on PC then. It's on PC also. Okay. Yes. So you have options, people. Go go buy it. I'm sure it's on the. If it's not on the Switch, it will be. Yeah, I you know I can't remember if I've seen it or not on there. I don't know. It could be. I honestly wish it was on the Vita. It would yeah. be awesome on the Vita. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it is, though. But, yeah, carry on, sir. Uh, well, that's our show. That's it. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners being here every week. Your love and support is greatly appreciated. Big thanks to our patrons who make this show and other shows we do possible. If you're interested in supporting the show, head over to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions. Uh, this week, if you are a paying member of uh, Patreon, you are being uh, rewarded with a blooper reel from our Savor the Flavor slash Porter and Ale crossover I we had that. drop. So uh, if you're a payer, you're, you're a rewards member, you, you're getting a special treat this week that nobody else gets. So see, there's a reason. There is a I'm reason. Trying to, trying to get better at it. Um, you can follow the show on Twitter at Super Mega Crash. You can like and leave reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube, or wherever you listen to the podcast. A little feedback. Never hurt anybody? No, Definitely not at us. all. I've never heard anybody die from some feedback. Nope. It's never killed anybody. Just a, just a like, little a little like. It's like, you know? it's like pot. Push the, push the heart. Please. Push the thumbs up. Like it. Thumbs up. It helps us. Why have they never had like a... Never mind. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to say it. Okay. Uh, thank you again so much for listening. I'm Stephen White. I'm Todd Stark. Join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. Pencil and Paper Podcast Network Production.